I don't got it. No, I don't feel like I've got it at all. I'm still jet-lagged. Are you ready to start? Yep. Why don't you start us off today? Welcome to your football fantasy. Hey, come buckets! Welcome back. We got another episode for you. Two weeks later, we're back with your football fantasy. I'm Dewey's nuts. In case you forgot, with us as always is the Big Wiz. Currently looking, uh, looking to do some of the research he failed to do over the past two weeks because two weeks isn't long enough. It's never long enough, folks. Find one. Never find enough time. Statistic. All right, so in today's episode, we're going to be looking at the NFC North. We're kicking off a series of shows here. We're going to go through each division in the league and tell you what we think about those teams in those divisions, a little bit about the players that we like, about the players we don't like, the players that we think are going too high, and the players that we think are going too low. We'll slowly work our way through the league. So as always, get your pencils, paper ready, get your notes going. This shit's gold. Like gold gold? What do you mean by gold? What do you like, mean gold? Like, like, can they take this to the bank? Take it to the fucking bank. That's what you mean by it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hey, uh, some shit went down in the NFL. You want to talk about it? Sure. Why not? What else we talk about? Took a trip to Ireland last week. We can talk about that. Did you learn anything about football? Gaelic football? You heard of Gaelic football? I have. That's what I was trying to tell you about the other day. Totally. It was Gaelic football. Totally new. It was great. It, it, was, it was very interesting. Entertaining to watch. Yeah. We watched uh, the Irish rugby team win the European Cup and become the second-ranked rugby team in the world. Also exciting. Leinster, I believe the name of the team. It was great fun. Okay, so what are you getting for news for me? This week in football. Uh... We could talk about the uh, Odell Beckham stuff. Do you want to? He's kind of a shithead. I don't want to talk about it. So, two weeks ago, when I started taking notes for this episode, this whole, oh my god, is he going to be traded thing went down. He's not going to... He just when he came out and said, I will not step foot on the football field without a new contract. Giant said, well, fuck you, we're going to trade you. When is his when is contract up? Is it two years? Yeah, he, they exercised his option this week, or not this week. They exercised his option for this next year. I yeah, guess, right. Uh, eight and a half million dollars is what he's getting under this option, but it's a one-year thing. So this is the end of his contract this last. Because he's got one last year and he's all pissed off. So he wants a big long contract so he can get paid now. You know, it, it, you never know. One year is tough, right? Because if you get hurt, then you're fucked. You want the big long deal. He's probably worth a whole lot more than eight and a half million dollars this year. I'd pay him. Blunts and all. Cocaine? Coke, blunts and all. And trips to Miami. Yeah, fuck it. John Mara's pissed off. He's, 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 tired of his, he's tired of making excuses for, for Odell. Odell Beckham is allowed some excuses. He might be the best. Not second, if he's not performing be the, on the second field. best wide receiver. Not the, if he's not in the field and not playing. Anyway, most of this trade stuff has died down. You know, they the Giants at one point said, hey, two first-round picks, and everybody in the league said, fuck off. So <laughs> let's move on. Let's look at the Seattle Seahawks backfield. A couple of weeks ago, or a few episodes ago, we talked about 
how Rawls, Mike Davis, Chris Carson, all these guys uh, were primed take this starting role, right? Like well, we said someone them, needs to take the role. There, any one of them was fit, a perfect fit for the scheme that we expect the coaching staff to take with this run game. Correct. Uh, now, Thomas Rawls and Mike Davis, both gone off the team. Who's that leave? Chris Carson. Carson. CJ Procise, but he can't play football. Procise will play football. He's just going to be a goofy player that plays occasionally. Yeah. So they, what, Do they have an offensive line yet? No. What do we think of Chris Carson? Do you like him now that these other guys are gone? Is this well, somebody yeah. that you might spend some draft capital on? I think you, we liked Chris Carson last year. Chris Carson was playing. We turned his tears ACL or what do you do? He got hurt for the year. Went out for the year. Yeah, well, they all get go out for That's sort of a thing to do. <laughs> Chris Carson's, I think, a good player. I think you would take a flyer on him. Uh, it just kind of scares me that they st- they have you not found enough flyers, flyers, huh? You're down, you're down with taking flyers now? Why not? I don't know. You gave me a lot of shit last time we put an episode together. But but taking flyers? Yeah. No. Talk about yeah. value. I think Carson's somebody that you might you might draft this year. Late, yes, but uh, you might draft. I drafted Fat Eddie last year. Ooh, ouch! And that didn't work out for me. No, it didn't. Uh, let's move on to our favorite team in the NFL, the New York Jets. Ugh. Terrell Pryor ended up signing with the Jets. I was really disappointed. I was hoping he would go to Seattle because I think there's a role for him there. Not so sure about a role for him on the New York Jets. You know, we've got Robbie Anderson. We'll talk a little bit more about him in a minute. Quincy Anunua was just extended a little bit. At least they signed his option, so he'll be back, and I think he plays the same role as Terrell Pryor. So where the fuck does Pryor come into this fold? I think Pryor's pretty overrated receiver. I know he had one really phenomenal year in Cleveland. There's not really... You can hang your hat on, on Terrell Pryor. Not, is he 30 now? He's going on 30, right? I don't have any idea how old he is. 28, I'm guessing. 29, I believe. I'm guessing, throwing it out so there. So you're all off. You're ready to write him off. Yeah, he's done. He They're... was a darling of the of the fantasy draft last year, and it's about time for just to give up on him altogether. That was just foolish, sure. I think him going to the Jets hurts. We, we He's 28, we, by the way. I told you. We both hate the Jets. So, hey, fuck Terrell Pryor. He's dead to us. Let's move on, then. Here's a big one. Let's talk about this one for a while. Brandon Cook's traded to the Los Angeles Rams. I don't get it. What you, is do you it? get it? When you say you don't get it, what do you mean? I don't understand why the Patriots traded him away. That's because it's what the Patriots do. Well, somebody what, what, gets, what the Patriots give up to get him? Out of, out of first round pick. Okay. And they got a first round pick back. A higher first round pick than they gave up. Right, so, so, Bill's... so they had they had one thousand yard season with the guy, and then they incre- They gave him up because the Patriots don't like players with names unless their name is Tom Brady or <laughs> Gronkowski. That's it. Yeah, so you know they traded him away a couple days later. They went and picked up Jordan Matthews. We'll talk about that in a second too. That does not matter. But the big move here, let's talk about the Rams side of this trade. So now here's the receiving core in Los Angeles. We've got Cooper Cup, who nobody was terribly excited about, but he was the I, leading he, receiver. I like Cooper Cup. I told you some good numbers yeah. with him last year. Uh, we got Robert Woods there who went who who did some work, got a big, big contract signed extension signed this offseason. I feel like Robert Woods had four catches for 28 yards and two touchdowns most weeks, though. I feel like he is kind of I don't know heavy. that that's true. Let's look that up. You look that up while I keep, keep talking. Now they got Brandon Cooks. Tavon Austin, they just gave, well, they gave him the extension a few years ago, but he's still on a big contract. Mike Thomas, who they drafted last year, who I still think could be a fucking stud in this league. This is a crowded wide receiver meeting room as i thought about how 
how this might play out on the field. Uh, some things that make sense, you know, Woods on one edge and Cooks on the other edge. If they do that and put Cup on the inside, I'll tell you what, Cooper Cup will never see a safety in coverage again. These two fucking speed demons burning down the field. Between who? Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks on the outside. Is Robert Woods a speed demon? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I guess I learned something new. Deep yeah, ball. Cooks is, though, is, by all means. Absolutely. So you think it's Cooper Cooper Cup? It, well, if that's the way they decide to play it. Right. If I was the coach of this team, all other things aside, I would put Cooks on one side and Mike Thomas on the other side because he's Thomas is the prototypical one. Right. He's a big, tall receiver who's got some speed and can run some good routes. Uh, the problem with that is that they gave Woods this contract extension. There's no way he's going to be relegated to the sideline. They're going to fit them two on the field. And you got to trade him. Well, maybe. Now, no, they just gave him this contract extension. It's a big one. Five years, $34 million. He'll start. That's a chump change, though, for NFL teams. Not at a receiver position. Uh, which, let me ask you this question. Out of these receivers, who do you want on your team? Cooks. Uh, if you pick all of them, that's the one you want. Yep. Even uh, more than Cup. Yeah, all day long. Because you know you're going to have to pay more for Cooks in the draft now. Um, so now we're talking about value. Yeah, well, who do you want well, on your was team? Well, it was kind of like free. Like, oh, uh, do I want my team? I'll, yeah, I'll, well, I'll take yeah, Cooks. Sure, take the guy who's performed better um, than everybody else. On I, now, now you're asking me. Really tough. More really technical tough. question there. I would probably still say Cooks. They're a high-scoring offense. He's going to get the ball. Yeah. Cup's good, but I think Cup has a, has, a, has, a, has a pretty low average ceiling where Cook is going to give you a... 65 catches last year? Yeah. I don't think that changes 62. a whole lot. No, I think it stays about the same. I don't disagree. I think Cooks is probably going to be the guy to own here. I'd still like to take a look at Woods later in my draft because of what he you know, he started to do uh, on that team. What do you think about Gurley? Is this going to lessen the opportunity for Gurley catching balls out of the backfield at all? Now that, no. Now that they've got this wealth of talent as a wide receiver position. I think I, th- I think with Gurley, he got like 70 or 80 balls last year. That, he's going to go down somewhat. He's going to get the ball still a ton. I think Gurley's still a favorite. He he is the number one option in L.A., so no, I think... You Gur- think he's the number one option in the passing game in L.A.? Yes. Okay. You don't think so? I think it's got to be Cooks. That's why you I, trade Is away. your offense going to change? That's why you trade away a first-round pick. Is your offense going to change? Uh, yeah, I think I, I think it has to. Look at all the money they're spending at the wide receiver position. So they're going to have to you, use you, them. Is Jared Goff a downfield quarterback? I don't love Jared Goff as a quarterback at all, but... Just look. I'm just look at the fucking options, man. He's got so many weapons now, and the real issue for me is whether he's a downfield guy or not. They have to throw the ball downfield to these receivers. They are spending so much money on these guys. They can't be giving them five, six targets a game. They're gonna have to throw the ball more. I disagree. Pat, with you. Beyond the line of scrimmage, they threw it a lot behind, behind the line, line of scrimmage. scrimmage yes, that was accurate. I, I I think only the, I think if anything that helps Gurley out. I think what. Cooks does is he starts spreading spreading the field a little bit more. I think that that helps him open the box. Yeah, it gets it gets the safeties over the top and not not hanging out in the box. It does feel like it's a tougher game plan against the Rams now? Sure, you can't just come in and say, "Hey, let's put eight nine guys in a box on Gurley." I'm gonna shut Gurley down and shadow Gurley, it, and you, I'm gonna put Cooper Cup one on one with my best and hope yeah. Cooper Cup doesn't beat me. Yeah, because because that's yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's a good that's a good take. I like that. All right, let's move on. Let's talk somewhere else uh, just because we've got a lot going on here. Jordan Matthews. So, like I said, the Pats traded away Cooks. A couple days later, they signed Jordan Matthews, presumably to take his role as a deep threat. Jordan Matthews has is, is been a deep threat in the has last he? few years. 
He was in Philly for a while, didn't that's his, do much. Kind say, of been I will say hurt. that's his role. No, I thought he's just a he's a, he's a huge slash tight end slow receiver. You're, and very, you're very wrong. Jordan Matthews. Look it up. Okay. I'll, he's fast as shit. Yeah. Jordan Matthews sporty time. He is clearly there to replace Brandon Cooks on that field. Four point four six. That actually is close to the slow people that we talked yeah, about with, with Antonio Brown. It's just his label, man. He's a deep threat guy. You know who's slower than that? Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan played lacrosse. That's why that's why he's there. That's why he, he's he's not a name, and that's why Tom Brady and Bill Belichick like him. This is Jordan Matthews' spot across from Chris Hogan. Okay, so he'll be the guy. Julian Edelman, Gronk. Edelman's in the slot. Yeah, I don't like Matthews at all. Like I don't want him on my team. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but I don't want him on my fucking team. It doesn't matter. I think that's the important thing to know for the listeners. It doesn't matter. I, I will say this, though. If he is here to take Cook's spot, Cook's got a lot of looks from Brady last year. Edelman's coming back. Edelman is coming back. Yeah, I don't like him at all. All right. Uh, Robbie Anderson. We did mention Robbie Anderson's name a minute ago. Uh, so here's the news here. If you remember, at the end of the... The end of the or end of the season there, he was arrested on several felony charges. I think like he hit a cop. He told the cop he was gonna rape his fucking wife, and then he got in his car and ran or something. I don't remember all the charges exactly, but for whatever reason, all of the felony charges have now been dropped on Robbie Anderson. I've been shying. So away he's from okay. Him. Yeah, I've been shying away from him for for many reasons, and but one of the big ones was I was expecting a three game, maybe four game suspension after this all played itself out. If he didn't spend some time in prison, after all this, now it looks like maybe he doesn't miss any time. Is Robbie Anderson a three receiver on your team? Would you take him at this point? If I'm looking at sixteen games, maybe, yeah. He did a lot last year with Josh McCown, and Josh McCown is the presumed starter again, so not a lot is changing there. Yeah, I might even have him as my number two and feel good about I had him on my team last year, and he pre- I didn't finish very well last year, though. So Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree with you. If he fits your team out of necessity, I wouldn't pursue him. I, I think it kind of comes down to the thing that we've said all along. Stay away from the Jets. <laughs> The Jets are fucking terrible, right? They've made some moves in here and some things have fallen their way, but I'm still on board for staying away. So like, Robbie Thomas, Anderson, like Thomas Rawls on your list? No, I don't like Thomas Rawls. So he's on the Jets now. He is on the he Jets. He penned an awesome letter to the janitors that was working in Seattle, but I would not draft him on my team. What did this letter say? Just he was appreciative of the janitors. Wow. Yeah. What a good, Call out the janitors. solid, down-to-earth right. kind of guy. That's right. Calling out the, the people that matter. Man of the people. That's right. Uh, no, I don't like him either. No, I don't like any of them. Look, Robbie Anderson, I think, is going to be drafted relatively high. Again, you got those stat rats who are going to go see all the pre- production he put up last year, and they're going to draft him a lot higher than he should go. He is a jet. Forget about him. Uh, as far as Thomas Rawls goes, Who's going to be the starter on this team? Is it going to be Rawls or Isaiah Crowell? Stay away from the Jets. Stay away from the Jets. Or still there? Answer. Oh, right. Powell's still there. I know that. He's I, I like Blow Powell now. Come on. <laughs> Just not for my fantasy. Don't forget about your next guy. Kendall Wright to the Vikings. Don't, Any impact at all? Don't care. No. Too many good receiving options in yeah, the Vikings. Too many better options. Jeff Janis to the Browns. Talk about a crowded wide receiver room. Who? Yeah. You know where he did play, though? Central Michigan. 
Did he play in Central Michigan? Yeah. Oh, that's just down the street. Yeah, just down the street. All right. You forgot about RG3. Did I forget about RG3? Yeah. A Raven. I can't believe... Is he... Does he deserve to be in the NFL over Colin Kaepernick? Absolutely not. A lot of people don't. What's your stance on Colin Kaepernick and his knee? I know you are a very big supporter of Donald Trump and all things. That <laughs> um, How do you feel about Colin Kaepernick? I was hoping the Bears would have signed him last year because I would have watched the Bears a little bit more because I would have been entertained then. I don't. I think Colin Kaepernick's a bad quarterback. I don't think he's very good, but he's better than probably at least a third of the guys. Yeah, last on. year all day long, he's, yeah. he's better than RG three. Have you seen RG three try? Yeah. RG three was in the Browns last year. Right? Yeah. He was terrible. Terrible. Awful. Yeah, I would totally take Colin Kaepernick over him. I don't understand how RG3 got this job. That's just me. He did. He got a one-year deal. You know they like bad quarterbacks in Baltimore, though. <laughs> as bad as RG3 is, it might be worth giving him a, giving him a look over Flacco. Is Flacco that bad? I fucking hate <laughs> Joe Flacco, dude. He's terrible at football. He, okay. He had that those two, I think... Runs in the playoffs where he was just remark he was remarkably good somehow, uh, remarkably accurate, but d- threw the ball what twenty two times. I don't know. A game? He just chucked the ball extremely deep and let Tory Smith go run underneath the ball. Tory Smith. Anyway, let's get to somebody that matters. David Johnson has been fully cleared to participate in all team events. Are we excited? Who we know is a top three running back. Love. David Johnson. Top three running back all day long. Love him and hope to God and all of my leagues and all of yours that people forget about him being there. I'd like I'd like to pick him up as as the sixth guy taken off the board. Wouldn't that be a great value of the sixth running back in my league? Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Not in the league that you're gonna be in, I guess. Cam Meredith? Cam So here's some news, right? We don't know that Cam Meredith is leaving the Bears yet. He was a restricted free agent. They gave him an original round tender, $1.9 million. That means another team can come in and make him an offer, and the Saints did. A pretty big offer. What was it? What did we say? Two years, $10 million, something like that? It was $10 million. I'm assuming it was two years. Uh, so now the Bears have five days that they can match that offer. Otherwise, they can let him go. What As a Bear fan... And as a fan of fantasy football, what do you want to see happen with Cam Meredith? Do you want him back on the Bears, or do you want to see him go play with Drew Brees? Okay, there's an interesting stat here, too. Uh, one is Cam Meredith played at my alma mater. So, um, Illinois State, Illinois State. University. Yeah, so, um, and I think he's, I mean, he's, I think he's another slow receiver. But when, you know, he produced when he was there. Unlike Josh Bellamy, who just dropped the ball continuously, Cam Meredith actually catches the ball. So I tend to like Cam Meredith. Cam looked great a couple of years ago yeah. when everybody else got hurt. When he, I, I think, I actually like him. Um, you know, we were going over the details of the uh, of the offer, right? Yeah. The, the, the options, and we talked about how bad the Bears played that. The Bears so, fucked that up bad. bad. If they'd have taken, if they'd have given him a second round tender, spent another million dollars, then they could peanuts. let him go to the Saints and get a draft pick in return. Ryan Pace is overmatched again. Um, yeah, he definitely I, got out. I don't see the Bears... Uh, they're not going to offer him $10 million. I don't see that happening. Not with the guys that they just signed or drew, picked up off the free yeah, agency? Yeah, it's just not going to happen. So I, I think that's a good gone. I think that's a good thing. Not a good thing for the Bears. I would have loved to see him play on the field across from uh, Allen Robinson. I think that would have been a good combination... So as a Bears fan, it's I'm good thing for the Saints. It's probably a good thing for Meredith. Great for the Saints. Great for Meredith. Great for fantasy football. I think Kim Meredith goes to the Saints. He becomes somebody that you can look at as a wide receiver three on your team with some good upside playing with Drew Brees across from Michael Thomas. You agree? 
Yeah, Saints score a lot of points. One of the high-scoring teams continuously. I, if, if Cam Meredith the there, he's going to be the number two receiver. You, he's he's got to beat him. out Willie Sneed and Ted Ginn. Those are not terribly difficult uh, guys to beat out. He's not going to beat out. I mean, Ted Ginn can play a different position. Ted Ginn's going to get the ball, but Ted... He's not. That's not his job. Right. Ted Ginn's job is to take the uh, top off. That's not. Cam. That's not going to Cam Merritt. Uh, yeah, I like the move. I hope he goes, so that I can look at <laughs> on my fantasy team. That's all. All right. Uh, any other news you want to talk about? No. Let's jump into two uh, players that or, or people that we like and don't like in NFC North. Let's go to the NFC North. We're going to start there because that's our hometown division. Uh, like like Wiz just said, we're going to tell you a couple of things for each of these teams. Just talk about them in general. But we definitely want to mention to you the guys that we think are the best potential value picks. Otherwise, the guys that on that team that are likely to go later than they should in your draft. And then we're also going to talk about the most overvalued guys on that team. Who's going to go too soon? Who should you stay away from regardless of how talented they are because they're not worth what you need to pay for them? And let's start with the Chicago Bears. Not just because it's in alphabetical order, but... The Chicago Bears are always first in our hearts, right? I don't know. We talked about before. I, I did rank them before you started the show that they might be the worst franchise in football. We, we talked about the Browns. And the we Browns both, are clearly we, the worst. We both established, yes, the Browns, but they don't really count because they're the bottom. But okay. the Bears, for a long time, have been in that gutter. Yeah, they suck. Uh, let's start with the best potential value pick. Who is the guy on this team that you think is gonna is people are going to have to pay the least for that they're going to get the most out of. I think it continues to be Jordan Howard. Um, nope. You definitely read your own notes wrong. It's the the best fancy player? I, that's not what I said at all. God damn it. you got to listen to me, Wiz. I try not to. <laughs> I have a beautiful and soothing. I have the voice of an angel. All right. What was your question? My children tell me all the time. I'm sure that's what they say. Voice of an angel. I want to skip over the best fantasy players because who cares? Jordan Howard is the best fantasy player on this team. Okay. If he's on this team next year, what's this about his Instagram? Oh, my God, he deleted all the pictures of the Bears. It's, maybe he doesn't want to play there. Maybe he doesn't want to. What a dick. If he's there, he's the best player on the team, fantasy-wise. Who is the best potential value pick for you from this team? As I told you before, as a sleeper, it's still Adam Shaheen, tight end of the Bears. Backup um, tight end of the Bears. Maybe. Um, Second tight end. He's baby Gronk, right? That's why they, that's why they drafted him. They're all fucking baby, baby Gronks. So yeah, Adam Sheen is not being drafted at all right now in any mock draft at all. So you don't have to value. pay for him at all. Best value. So if he ends up getting any looks, I guess there's some value there. He's gonna get looks. He's gonna get opportunities in the red zone again. I the is question, he? Yes, he is. That, that's his job. That, that's why they drafted him. He's not Trey Trey Burton. That's the number one tight end. He can. He can actually block. That's not what Adam Sheen does. That's certainly not what Trey Burton does, and that's not what they signed Trey Burton to block. They certainly didn't give Trey Burton the contract they gave him to block. No, I agree they didn't give it to him to block, but he can block. He's the guy. Adam Shaheen cannot block. The reason, Ad- okay, so Adam Shaheen, if he manages to do anything, great. He's free. Put him on your roster if you've got a whole shitload of bench spots. But the reason he's worthless is my value pick is Trey Burton. Trey Burton, I don't think there's value there. Trey Burton is going to end up a top five tight end. I put him at, <laughs> I put him at number five in our last Folks, episode. Again, this is why everything that you sh- just work it. When he says take things to the bank, do the opposite of what he says. It's gold. It's gold, gold, people. Yeah, gold. It's gold as much as uh, sh- you can shit in a gold bucket and then call it gold. Hey, 
put some gold leaf on a dried turd. It works. Uh, yeah, Trey I mean, Burton. That's what he is. Trey Burton is currently being drafted as a fifteenth tight end off the board in mock drafts. I in our last episode, what is the number five tight end going to do for you? What, the number five tight end is going to be a guy. Eight, that is it eight touchdowns? Can, ten touchdowns? I think I think more than touchdowns. The guy is going to put yards up. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes eight hundred and fifty yards and nine touchdowns. Wow, you are out of it. This is Mitchell Trubisky throwing the ball. Yeah, he's going to catch the majority of the touchdowns from Mitchell Trubisky this year. Wow, he's going more touchdowns this year than anybody else on the team. Delusional, folks. Absolutely delusional. I think I've got him ranked as my my fifth tight end. He's being drafted as tight end fifteen. To me, that is the definition of value. You can draft him in the last couple of rounds in the league, and he's going to be one of a very few, select few tight ends that you can just put on your roster and not worry about. There's not very many of those guys. Adam Sheen, to me, has a higher ceiling. Um, I'll talk about Adam Sheen. Wow. Yeah. I, well, I, don't, I don't see any of that at all. I think you're fucking crazy. Let's talk about the flip side of this coin. Yeah. Who on this team is going to be the most overvalued in uh, fantasy draft come fantasy draft time. Who's going to be the guy that's drafted way too high that you don't want to touch him regardless of how good he might be? Yeah, we talked about this kind of early when we talked about coaches and we said Matt Nagy and who would Matt Nagy help out the most? It was going to be Tariq Cohen. Um, I personally think he'll be the most overvalued. I think everyone's going to take um, Tariq Cohen extremely high. I think you at you I think found out that he's going to be running back number 29. Is that correct? Right now he's going as running back 29. Um, I'll say this about him, though. I think when uh, when when camp comes around and some of the preseason games come around, I expect to see a lot of Cohen in the preseason, and I think that's going to drive his draft value up. He's going to be drafted higher than twenty nine by the time draft comes draft time comes around. I don't think the value is there with him. I, mean, I I don't disagree with you. I mean, he's being right now. He's being taken above guys that I'd rather have, like Deion Lewis. I'd rather have Rex Burkhead. I'd rather have even Chris Carson. I'd rather have. I wouldn't. I, I just think he only works in a PPR league where, where it's sure. high PPR. Sure. Um, and he's, I mean, he's not going to get red zone touches. Right. So, I mean, uh, there's only so much a, value unless in Unless it's a gimmicky it. play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Kansas City runs a gimmicky offense. Kareem Hunt, look, how many carries did he get in that second half of that game? Six? Playoff Oof. game? Oof. Not nearly enough. <laughs> not nearly enough. But Reed called those plays. Uh, look, I think Cohen's going to have a good year, but I I agree with you. I think he's going to be drafted too high to take him. Where would you Where would you be willing to take him in your draft, or how much would you be willing to spend in your auction on him? Um, in my auction, five dollars, five, six, seven dollars. He'd be a third or fourth running back for me that I would take. I would. That's rounds twelve or below. Okay. That's about right. Take him. Twelve sounds about right. People are going to draft him thinking he's going to be. This is going to be. Go in, you know, in seven, eight. People nine. are. The, are people are going to draft him thinking this is the Atlanta pair of um, Tevin, uh, Coleman. Tevin Coleman yeah. and Devontae Freeman. He's thinking not. he's a Tevin Coleman. He's not going to be that. So too high. Uh, let's move on. New team, the Detroit Lions, which is technically our hometown team, I suppose, Ugh. here in Michigan, the great state of. It snowed today, April fucking sixth. I think it's snowing right now. Fucking Michigan, man. Uh, who is the guy, listen closely now, Wiz, who is the guy who's got the best potential value from this team? And when I say guy, I mean pick one. You've got two on the I list I have two here. guys. I don't know who to choose from. Uh, I'll let you talk about the, 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 the running back. I will talk about Golden Taint. 
Taint. Taint. Um, more gold. More gold. I think Golan Taint, I think he could be your number three receiver pretty easily. He's got 90-plus receptions for four straight years. Uh, since 2014, he produces. I mean, he, he, he's not going to be a ton of points, but he's going to give you some points. And that's what I would tell you about you, your your highest value here. Um, they're, they're very similar players. That's why I couldn't make my mind up between the two of them. Yours, you could probably pick up as a free agent. Golden Golden Taint will be drafted. He will be drafted. Uh, some I think. Well, I'll tell you why I think he's. There's going to be some value there. I, I do think there'll be value there. I think his draft stock is going to drop. He in in the past handful of years he's been drafted as a top twenty running or receiver for yeah. three years or so. I think that's going to drop off this year. So I agree that he's some value. You know, he catches a lot of passes. You're not wrong about that. But I think the guy that's got the best potential value here is the same guy that I think is actually the best fantasy option in a PPR league, and that's Theo Riddick. The best? What, no, you? What do you mean? The best on fantasy the option oh, on, on the, the team? Okay, on, on, team, on the yeah. Detroit okay. Lions, I think the best fantasy option on the Detroit Lions is Theo Riddick. I don't like a lot of guys on this offense, as you can clearly tell. But Theo Riddick, uh, as a PPR back, you know, he ended at number twenty-six overall last year in PPR. I think that number goes up as he gets more targets and more catches this year. You know, they went out and signed uh, Legarrette Blunt, correct? Presumably to take over some of those first and second down runs from Abdullah. Who's just terrible? Who's been awful? He's so bad. So if 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 Blunt comes in and takes over the one and uh, the first and second down role, he won't he won't play any third down back. He won't catch well, any. I passes. don't think Garrett Blunt's going to ever take over every. I think the, the thing with Garrett Blunt is he comes in and, and even if he splits series with Abdullah. Yeah, I don't think he's going to split. But I mean, his job is when you're when you're in games, just ground and pound and, and burn up some time and yards, give him the ball. Sure. Um, I agree with you. I like Riddick a lot. Yeah, so he's had 50 catches in each of the last three seasons. At least three years ago, he had 90 fucking catches, or 80 catches on 99 he just produces. targets. He, he, he quietly catches a yes. lot of passes, which in PPR is good. We talked about it with McCaffrey last week. You know, if he gets 50 catches every year, that's 500 rushing yards without doing any mm-hmm. doing any work once you get the ball. I think his catch number goes up because of Blunt this year. I think he's being drafted as a 36th running back. He finished 26 last year, and I think that number goes up. So there's there's a lot of value to be had there. He's a guy that you might think about as your flex guy, maybe a third running back. I no one's going to draft him probably again. Garrett Blunt's going to be probably had him. If, if, Abdullah's yeah, if they draft him, they'll get him late. So there's the value there. Uh, how about the, uh, again, flip side of the coin? Who's the guy that's most overvalued for you on the team? I feel this is a little bit retro, but it is uh, Amir Abdullah, just how bad that he's been. Uh, so bad. I don't know where he's going to get drafted. I don't know. I mean, he's going to get drafted somewhere. Someone. I mean, it depends, again, it depends what they're going to do in the uh, in the draft. I see that you wrote six touchdowns and twelve hundred yards. Is that his total in yes. the last three years? Yes, combined. Combined. Wow. Terrible. I knew he's terrible. Bad. Holy shit, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, he's not good. He hasn't produced at all. But he keeps getting drafted. He I keeps getting drafted, and he and honestly, he keeps getting drafted pretty high. I drafted him real early his rookie year. Yeah. And and his second year, I I traded for him. Yeah, I actually traded Golden Tate away for him his <laughs> second year because I saw I saw something coming, but it didn't work out. I'm done with Amir Abdullah. I also think he's going too high. The value's too much for whatever reason. People love the kid. I How did about see yours? I did see this today on Twitter. Uh, somebody said something like, "If Abdullah was in this running back class and went to the combine, he'd have ended." Um, First in the vertical leap, first in the 
first in the broad jump, third or so in the 40-yard dash. Over Barkley? Second in the bench press. All these things. His measurables when he came out were oh, ridiculous. Oh. Maybe that's why people still like Maybe, him. Maybe, but he hasn't done shit. He's not the guy that I think is going to be the most overvalued on this team, though. I think it's going to be Marvin Jones for two reasons. One, because Marvin Jones had a pretty good season last oh. year statistically. Uh, and two, because I fucking hate Marvin Jones. I don't. I don't like him. I don't feel like you can rely on him. Um, yeah, he's not reliable. I mean, he gets like forty or fifty balls a year, right? This last year, uh, he was number two in yards per catch. Right? They were okay. throwing it to him right. real damn deep, and so because of that, he ended in the top ten or twelve or whatever it was for receivers this year. But he did it with forty or fifty less targets than almost everybody else on that list. Sure. For me, when it comes to receivers, the most important number when I'm determining who I want on my team is targets. I want fucking targets. This is why I'm not ever going to go get Will Fuller. I'm never going to draft Will Fuller. I don't care how many touchdowns he's got. Same thing with Marvin Jones. Now they brought those two up. As Will Fuller as your third or fourth receiver, I would take all day long. As Marvin Jones is my number two or number three, I I don't like that. I'd rather have Fuller than Jones, but I don't want either of them because, again... I want targets. That's all I. That that is the number one thing I look at when I'm looking for for people. If you're in PPR league, yeah. If you're if, if you're period, I play in a standard league and I don't give a shit. I want guys with targets. Uh, here's some interesting information uh, I talked about previously on the show about Marvin Jones. We have to expect that he's going to return to his average. Okay, this last year was an anomalous year. Regress to the mean. He's going to regress to the mean. He had a six game streak this year where he caught six catches for 114 yards and a touchdown in each one of those games, which is, numbers. which is what put him up there at top, at, in the top ten. That was just in a six-game stretch out of 16 games, right? The rest of them were spotty as fuck. In fact, um, in the rest of the games outside of those six, he averaged three catches, 55 yards, and only three total touchdowns in those nine games, or ten games. Ten games. Okay? Interestingly... His overall career averages per game, three catches, 51 yards a game, and 0.3 touchdowns, which is almost identical to, to, the, to the majority of last year. How, how long has he been in the league now? Five, six years, right? Seven years? Yeah, maybe? he's been around, what, seven maybe? Yeah. Six or seven? Yeah, so he's going to come back to that. Don't expect... This is one of those ideal situations where the stat reps in your league are going to see that he was a top 10 guy, draft him super high. If you understand that most of that came in six games, and the rest of the rest of him, his season was consistent with the rest of his career, then you understand that he's not worth having on your team. Too high, too much value. One guy we didn't mention on this on this team, I think it's worth mentioning, is uh, Kenny Galladay. You like that Galladay? Yeah. Um, there's some potential value there. Galladay does he, he's the a, deep ball. He's a deep ball. He's a speed guy. And Galladay got hurt last year. Yeah. Which led to that six-game streak for Jones. Correct. So he might be someone that might. Where they draft Gallad 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 Just last year, and it was a second, third round or something, okay. something like that. Okay. But I mean, I, th- I think he's he's worth uh, paying attention to. See how he does. Um, see where he fits in on that team. Sure. If he's if he's healthy and he's back, that speaks volumes to my uh, my overvalued pick too, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind watching Galladay. I won't draft. Nobody's going to draft him. But keep an eye on it. Put keep it on your value. watch list. Uh, watch list. There might be value there. Maybe. Let's talk about the Packers. We love the Packers. I don't think... Packers aren't very interesting, though. They're not. We pretty much agree completely about everything we're about to talk about. Hey, Rod. Best 
potential. Yeah, whatever. Fucking <laughs> Rogers. Rogers likes. But Rogers likes dicks almost Rogers. as I like dicks. Right. That's a lot. I know. <laughs> a lot of love for dicks. He likes that dick. Uh, best. How, let's talk about potential value. Who on this team can you get some good value in your draft? A Jones. Aaron Jones, Dude. folks. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones might be one of the guys that you that is the best value. Period. The only scary thing here is is Aaron Jones going to be the running back? That's that's the concerning thing here. Yeah. So you and I have we're fully. I believe we are fully in on Aaron Jones yeah, being the guy. He was that phenomenal. Was the, we don't know that the Packers are there. Yeah, I don't know. It's right now. You know, if you if you look at Twitter, if you watch, it's either people are all in on Aaron Jones or all out on Aaron Jones, and they like one of these other two guys. There's for still me, a lot of love for Ty Montgomery. Yeah, for me, there's no reason Aaron Jones doesn't end up the starting guy here. He's going as a running back forty four right now. If he's the starting back here in Green Bay, I know traditionally. Green Bay running backs don't perform really well, but last year... Actually, they did. They did. Maybe it was because Rodgers was injured and out, but I think Aaron but Jones... Even when Rodgers was there... I mean, Rodgers didn't go out to what, week six, six yeah. seven? Uh, they ran the ball a little bit when right. Rodgers was there. Uh, not to mention, look, can you name more than one, two, well, two wide receivers on the Packers right now? Jimmy Graham... Yeah. <laughs> and Devontae Adams. They're running out of receiving options. Oh, Randall Cobb is still there, I believe. He is. They did not get they did not cut him. Not yet. Not yet. Give him time. They're gonna renegotiate the contract. I love Aaron Jones. At a running back forty four that you can draft with the very last pick in your entire draft. God Where would you damn take him? It, give him to me. Where'd you take him? How high would you go for him? I wouldn't how high would I be willing to go or how high would I plan to go? I'd, be, I'd plan to take him in, like, the 13th round because I know I could get him then. Okay. I'd be willing to maybe jump up to 10 or 11. And I won't – I'm not saying any higher than that just because I want to see who ends up in the starting job. But I trust that he will. Would you take him as your number two running back? No, God, no. Three? Uh, no. Yeah, you're not going to get him. Okay. I'll get him as my fourth running back. Yeah, yeah, not, not going to happen. We'll see. Maybe the Maybe in the preseason that'll hash out. So we both agree, best value there. Okay. Who's the who's the worst value on this team? Um, the other receiver that we that we that's gonna be opposite Devontae Adams that we don't know. Right. So Cobb's in the slot. Cobb's in the slot. Adams is number one on the outside. Who's on the other? Graham's side? a tight end. It, I don't give a shit who the other receiver Doesn't is. Doesn't matter. Don't it does useless. I don't disagree, but I think the most overvalued is any running back not named Aaron Jones. Jamal Williams was going number 32. Ty Montgomery was going number 26. I don't think either guy ends up with the starting role, which means neither guy is... The interesting one's Montgomery. If not, I mean, Montgomery's actually a receiver out of college. I don't yeah. know where he'll play. Yeah. Um, he if might, they, he might they, be Josh Reddick. They might they might find a way to use him. Correct. But as the running back 26 in drafts, that's way too high for yeah. a guy that they might be able to use somewhere on the field. As Josh Reddick. The only way... The only way... Ty Montgomery is of any value at that spot is if he lines up opposite Devontae Adams and becomes a wide receiver too. Which I think you probably see a little bit him sure. him act, but yeah, agreed with you. Let's talk Vikings. Yep. Probably the best team in this division right now. Well, it's not probably, without a doubt, yes. You got any value on this team? This team that everybody, this is going to be, this team is going to be the darling of your fantasy draft. People are going to want Vikings. My is there value, any value in any of these guys? Yeah. My value is going to be my boy Kyle Rudolph. Who is being drafted as the eighth tight end right now. He's a fuck of a lot better than Trey Burton. I can promise you that. You've got him rated ranked as your fifth tight end. 
in last week's episode, two weeks ago. Yeah, pretty fucking good. That's good. Um, let's see. So there's some value. Last three seasons of 70 plus catches. As, if he's going as tight end eight and he ends as tight end five, there's some value there. Yeah, but I would tell you this. I mean, for the last three seasons, he has 70 plus catches each season and a total of 20 TDs. Pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah, I'll take um, it. And that was with a fucking combination of Case Keenum, Bridgewater, and Sammy Bradford. I'll take it. That's that's good. I don't I don't disagree that he's good. And I see that there's a little bit of value there. I just don't think there's a ton of value. There's not a ton of value in any of these guys because they're all going to be drafted Correct. really high. Yes. Uh, I've got Diggs as the guy that's the best potential. And the reason is because people are going to take Thielen above Diggs. And I don't we, think that – I would not take Thielen above Diggs. Well, right now, Thielen's going as a 12. Diggs is going as a 16. So the I world would... disagrees with you, Wick. Okay. The world is taking Thielen in front of Diggs. And I think that because they is like what, white people. That's right. That's what and they hate black people is what you meant to say. It's different. <laughs> the, that is what builds the value in for Diggs. Okay. He's going as a 16. I've got him, I think, ranked as my 8. Yeah, you got him fucking high. Yeah, I do got him really high. I love him. Uh, I think he's going to be really good. Again, I don't have a lot of stats to prove. Oh, <laughs> there's not many stats there. But I think he's my most valued guy. The least value, the guy who's being overvalued by by everybody in the world. Let me guess. Is Adam Thielen? Oh, Adam Thielen. Because he's number he's going he's going as number twelve, which is a wide receiver. I have one. a hard time believing he goes twelve. That that's gonna flip flop. Astros being drafted currently. I think it's gonna change. Uh, I see another back coming on. But, uh, yeah, he's. I think he's going to end up – he'll end as a wide receiver, too. He'll end somewhere in that fifth wide receiver 15 range for me, I think. But the fact that he's going ahead of Diggs tells me that he's more over he's, – he's too valued for me to ever touch. I wouldn't mind having him on my roster, but I'm not going to draft him as high as I'd need to. How about you? You got a guy that's uh, overvalued? I think you're right, Adam Thielen. I, I'd take him on my roster, not anywhere at 12, not 16. I don't know. Is he a top 20? Yes. Oof, really? I think he was top. He was a top ten last year. Would you rather have him or Chris Hogan? Thielen, for sure. For sure, one hundred percent. Thielen's weird because he, he gives up. Big Edelman's going to be the number one in New England. Why would I? Thielen want to produces though. I mean, like his numbers. He's Thielen's very high numbers. Yeah, he's very good. I mean, he's got he's got ten targets a game. That's that's insane. Every game. Maybe I would take him above Diggs. Absolutely. Um, not above Diggs. All right. Most overvalued is going to be. Cook. Oh, God, I hate Cook. I hate what you're saying here. That's so wrong. But go ahead and tell me why you think that. Um, I think he's just overrated. I don't know. I have him as my, what did I say, five? Yeah, I think Fifth or six, sixth running back? Six, yeah, six or seven. Of the year? Um, yeah, I don't have anything. I, he, he disappointed me the first three weeks of the season. Did he? Yeah. What, were you, what expectations did you have for him? Because he was a top five back each of those first no, three he was weeks. Not. He got he, he was he was garbage the first he averaged twenty two and a half points a okay. week. I'll look up Cooks for you. Um, I just don't expect a lot of a lot, a lot, big things out of him. I think he's gonna be overrated. Is that because you think with Cousins coming in, they're just gonna throw the ball a lot? <clears throat> I think they are going to be a passing team. See, I think they're gonna be a rushing team, and I think I think Devil Cook is gonna be the best fantasy player on this team. A team full of very good fantasy well, players. Cooks was very high rated out of Florida State, right? Delvin Cook. All right, I'll give you the stats here. 9-11, 22 attempts, 127 yards, week one. It's a great week one. We produced like crazy. Week two, 12 attempts, 16. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That week one was the week where they played against New Orleans, and from the sidelines, Adrian Peterson watched Dalvin Cook destroy his rookie first opening game record from the Minnesota Vikings. It's not that. All right, so then week, week two, 
12 attempts, 64 yards. Okay. Oh, that's not great. Uh, week three bounces back a little bit. Thirty ca- twenty-seven carries from ninety-seven yards. And how many receiving yards did he have in that game? A lot. Seventy-two. Seventy-two. And how many touchdowns? One. Okay. Week three, thirteen attempts, sixty-six yards, and a TD. So that sounds like he's a running back. So that was one week four. Easy in three out of the first. Um, four. it's going off an ACL. It's going to take some time to bounce back. I mean. Maybe week six. He's 22. Um, I don't think he's the workhorse of other players. Um, so I don't have a high well, you think Latavius Murray is going to take away touches? No. Okay. Um, but someone, someone's going to be there. They're going to be kind of a passing team. Don't expect things out of this guy. I expect everything out of this guy. Yeah. But, hey, you don't have to draft him. I will. That's fine. You draft him. I'll take Adam Thielen and Diggs. I'll take and you. Rudolph. You want Cousins while you're at it? Here's a new segment of our show. Big Wiz is going to give us the stat of the day. Week? The stat of the show? Stat of the show. What are we calling this? Big Wiz and his stat of the week. All right, so we got three quarterbacks have finished in the top ten in fantasy points at their position each of the last three seasons. Name them. Um, I'm staring at the show notes. So That's because you cheated. I would have I would have said Breeze. Breeze, not a doubt. Um, we said top three. Top I probably three. would have said Aaron Rodgers. I yeah, probably but he got hurt. So got, that, that, that yeah. That, right, but my other thought here is Russell Wilson probably would have got up there, right? Maybe. And the other one maybe is Brady would have been another high sure. one. Sure. Um, guess I'm gonna these we have two quarterbacks that are at, that are now in the NFC North. That's the impressive part here. And they're not Mitchell named, Trubisky. And they're not named Rogers. Oh my god! So Matt Stafford's one of them, which kind of blows your mind. And Cousins is the other one. Yeah. So I mean, I, that's good. I the NFC North is good, typically you think it's a ground and pound. That's a good stat. It's, good, it's just interesting information, right? Like that. That's a, that's a good good details on on two quarterbacks that maybe they're maybe they're value there. Maybe those guys are guys that you should be as your starting quarterbacks. Yeah, I could see Cousins as a starter, but he's gonna—he's gonna, he's gonna be drafted high, just because of all this hullabaloo. Yeah, you're taking that high, huh? I'm not gonna take him. No, I'm not taking him. He's going to be drafted high. Um, Stafford, I wouldn't trust Stafford as my guy. Stafford's produced points. I agree with you. Top ten in the last three years. Ta- you're not wrong. Top ten. Oh man, good stat. That's good stuff. Let's do more of that. Yeah, we will. Each episode, folks. I'm going to make sure I don't show you my list, so, so you actually have to do some work and guess. Yeah, keep it to yourself next time. I will. All right, that's it for the uh, that's it for the episode today. Tell them where you can find us. We're on Facebook. <laughs> oh, we're on Facebook. We're Football Fantasy. We are on every conceivable podcast platform. Every one of them. Name one. Republicans. We're there. That's not a... Fucking is it, podcast. Can you go to Facebook for Republicans to find them? I'm sure you can. Uh, we'll put we'll put us we'll put them there. there. We'll, we'll get there for you. Just Sweet. for you. Yeah. Uh, we're on Twitter at Dweez Nuts. That is spelled like this: D W E E Z E N U T Z. Because obviously that's how it's spelled. Yes. Otherwise, yeah, that's all I got to say. All right. See you later, fuckers. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.
I don't got it. 